Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Excuse me! Taxi! This is the 77 WABC minicast. Santos is out. <laughs> Santos is out. Wow, he may and, be uh, uh, facing a lot of law enforcement. Uh, Anthony uh, Esposito to talk about it, and uh, there's no more Santos. And uh, Congressman, how are you? Uh, boy, it was dramatic today. Uh, tell us, were you surprised how the vote? I know where you stand, but uh, everybody, we didn't know which way it was going to go today. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think that, um, you know, during the debate yesterday, we heard from from both sides as to why they thought that uh, George Santos should stick around um, and, and about precedent. And I think we made a, a compelling uh, point that if, if there's going to be a precedent set and it, it is about holding members of Congress to a higher standard, I think that's what the American people want and it's what they expect. Uh, additionally, I mean, the ethics report was scathing. It was a, a job well done by, by Chairman Guest and the Ethics Committee who, uh, you know, looked over 170,000 pages of documents. They looked, uh, they, they handled over 40 subpoenas. They conducted interviews of dozens of witnesses. Uh, and, and really, the, the ethics report revealed what many of us New Yorkers already knew. And I believe that's really what made the change from the last expulsion vote uh, to today. Now, what do you say, Congressman D'Esposito, to people, and this includes also the new speaker, Mike Johnson, who says, you know, it sets a dangerous precedent because this is the first time someone who has not been convicted of a crime and you go back, it's like, uh, like what, uh, four, uh, what is three In of them? History. Three of them, right? Members of the Confederates. <laughs> Well, I don't think he's a Confederate, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> we don't know. He, he may have said in the past that he is a Confederate. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, but, but in Brazil, in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what it comes down to, I believe, is this, is that uh, if you rewind back in history and, and over the last few weeks, I have done that, you know, doing some research into expulsions and, and how the House has handled it. And there's there's two things here. Number one, we have never experienced a George Santos ever. Number two, uh, the fact is, is that George, you know, he he needed to go. I, I mean, people have had enough. He's taken the the ability for us to focus on doing the things that we were sent there to do. And he needed to be expelled. And if, if there's a time uh, where, again, we could have set a new precedent, uh, it was today. And, and that was to hold us more accountable. But but. But lastly, and I think what's important is that there's only been a, a limited number of people expelled because those who were really in the wrong and uh, didn't do right by their constituents and by the institution, they had the brains to resign. That's why they weren't expelled. And that's what George Santos should have done. What um, What about Jamal Bowman, who pulled the fire alarm? You know, I mean, and, and some people are talking about Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. I mean, he was a principal. He pulled the fire alarm. Then it was like, oh, I didn't do it. He got caught on tape doing it. And Santos is saying, well, what about him? Well, and, and that's understandable. And you know what, Jamal Bowman, I believe there is going to be a resolution on the floor uh, next week for him. And, you know, he, he can, can he 
he was committed a crime uh, in the middle of us trying to elect a new speaker. He was charged with it. And uh, after we review the, the resolution, if, if there's a, a stance to, to throw him out, well, then, you know what, we, we need to start holding ourselves to a higher standard than, than individuals who are acting like children and carrying, them on, carrying themselves on like it's a circus, pulling fire alarms to avoid people voting in, a, in a, an election for Speaker of the House. It's absolutely ridiculous. And Rashid Tlaib, I, I have supported. Uh, she is a, you know, she should not be a member of Congress. She hates the United States of America. She hates Israel. She, I, I'm not even sure why an individual like that wants to be a member of the House of Congressman, Representatives. Congressman, when, when I became a U.S. citizen, because I was born uh, abroad, I came here six months old, I had to go downtown at six years old and pledge allegiance to the United States of America. And these people, how could she be a congressman? She, uh, she hates America. Absolutely. And, and, and John, you know what? Not only do, do we pledge that when, when people come into this country the right way, but we also pledge that when we take our oath uh, to be members of Congress, to defend this country and this nation against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And little do we know that some of our greatest enemies have actually taken the oath and are sitting on the floor of our country. Of our Congress. Yeah, it this, is. This shocking. has to be straightened out. Enough is enough. It's got to be straightened out. Yeah, it is. It's shocking. Judge Weinberg. Good to talk to you again, Congressman. Speaking about enough is enough, tell us about your resolution on congestion pricing. How many nails do they want to put in the coffin of New York? What do you say about that? I think it's uh, it, it's a never ending problem. It's it's what we've seen in the past. It's the state of New York with that overreach, whether they over, you know, they, they keep overreaching. First, it started with criminal justice reform and cashless bail. Then it went to them trying to, uh, you know, impose ancillary housing and take the take away zoning rights of, of local municipalities. Now we see it with congestion. I mean, just yesterday or the day before, uh, the, the, uh, the, the president of TWU uh, resigned from a, a post uh, that had to do uh, with, with uh, congestion pricing because, or of of transportation because of the issue of congestion pricing and how poorly it's it's attempted to be implemented and again it's just that cash grab it is an attempt to tax hard-working new yorkers and people that live in the tri-state area oh, i think it's very very important your resolution gets passed and they're held accountable because this is the wrong time when we're recovering from a bad economics and a COVID disaster. We need to get this straightened out. There's no reason to go rushing to do this now. And I agree with you, Congressman. Good luck on the resolution. And, and, and to add to that, we, sh we need to make sure that ridiculous policies <clears throat> like this in blue states throughout this country are not utilizing federal funds to implement this garbage. Yeah, it is. It is just the worst time to be doing that. Um, Congressman, thank you very, very much, Congressman uh, Anthony D'Esposito, for always fighting the good fight. We appreciate it. Thank you. Be well. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Anthony.